Hello, LA. This is Kate. And this is Chris. And we're the Delgado, Delgado Sisters. Sisters. Today, we talk about the genesis of the Kikai Chat, who we are, why we're doing this, and what inspired us to create this podcast. The Kikai Chat. Raw, unfiltered, unscripted, and always from the heart. Hey, everybody. <laughs> hey, Kaibigan. I know. Yeah, so this is the Kikai Chat, and this is our introduction. Yes. Yes. Yes, we want to tell you a little bit about us, about ourselves, and why we're doing this podcast. So as everyone has experienced, these past two years have been quite a hardship Emotionally, financially, I mean, our world was turned upside down March of 2020 when everything just locked, went into lockdown. Mm-hmm, definitely. Yeah. So, I mean, not to dwell too much on the pandemic since, we, I mean, we're still living it. But when you experience something of that magnitude in your life, it really forces you to think about if you're living your true authentic self. Right. And I mean, my sister and I, we've, you know, we've we've lived a bit of life, you know, married with kids and everything with our professions, but I don't think we were truly following our calling. No. Yeah. I wanted to be an artist. And I wanted to be, I wanted to be president of the United States. Which, you know, actually you can still attain that goal if you really want to, (laughs) Madam President. Yes, one day, but not now. No, but really, I think the there's a couple of things with the podcast that the reason why it just seems so appealing to the both of us, because it allows us to connect with a huge uh, amount of people uh, with very minimal setup and, you know, not without too many complications. And it allows us to really get to the heart of the matter and discuss things that are important to us. That's right. So as you can see, the Kikai Chat is actually my passion project, although the name go was was uh, created by my... She, she's, she's the one who thought it up. Chris thought it up. Chris, as if you're not in the room with me. And <laughs> yeah, what? so my sister... I'm here. Yeah, my sister was the one who who thought up of the name. But we have been talking about starting a podcast like maybe like mid pandemic, we just didn't know what it was going to look like or feel like just because I was going through a lot with my daughter, you know, she was in and out of the hospital. Um, And as you get to know us, you'll see, you know, what's, you know, what we've been going through, uh, what we've experienced. But um, suffice to say, after everything that happened, you know, um, during the pandemic, we 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 realized that this was actually something we seriously wanted to do. And now that my family's been home for a good amount of time, knock on wood, <laughs> literally, um, we were actually able to start coming up with ideas. And then that, that was the genesis of the Kikai chat. Right. Yes. So Kikai actually refers to me because 
my nickname as I was growing up, um, my dad had actually called me Kikai because apparently I was, you know, I love to dress up. I love to um, pose. pose. <laughs> yeah, Actually, that's really what got me in trouble. Yeah, that's actually what got me my nickname was the fact that I love to pose. And if I can find photos of those pictures, I'll post some up on our Instagram um, account. But uh, yeah, just to, I mean, like, right, a picture says a thousand words and you can see why I had that nickname growing up. Although no one calls me that now. I no. would not answer. Yeah. But but yeah, really, that's kind of kind of how this whole Kikai chat started. And then it went from there. What we realized was that, you know, we grew up in LA. We were born and raised in LA. Went through a lot of um important events, not just to us, but in to LA in general. Yes. Uh, and the reason why that was that became important was because uh, of course, we all we are we're still experiencing the the hate crimes that are being committed against the AAPI or the Asian American Pacific Islander community, and so we just thought. I mean, that just was strange to us because we just never experienced that kind of just outward hatred towards our kind or our people, right, <laughs> in this country, just because it it just wasn't something we grew up with, right. We used to be uh, more ig- ignored rather than like actually physically accosted. So now that people are actually um, assaulting Asians, it's it's very much uh, like why why what are you why are well, you doing this? Well, I mean, obviously they're doing it because of ignorance. Out of ignorance, they're blaming us for the pandemic, where. Obviously, I have my own opinions about why it got this bad, but it wasn't because of us Asians. Okay, let me just let me just put that out there. And it was definitely not because of Asian Americans. All right, right. there's other there's other reasons why. But that was so that was really one of one of the things that we realized that the reason why it's so easy for people to target us is because they don't know our story. They well, don't see us as one of them. They see us right. as outsiders, even though we were born and raised here in this country and we are Americans. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Which is ridiculous because as an Asian American, Filipino American, we, we identify ourselves as Americans. So for anyone to come at, especially to come at our grandmothers, it's like, you you don't go, you don't go after my Lola. Okay. Those are, you're, you're, you're starting, you're starting a war. You go after my grandmother. You're starting a war. I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't go after the little grandmothers who are just, you know, trying to buy their groceries to go home and cook food for the family. That that makes no sense. Right. I mean, like, if you just talked to that Lola, she would probably invite you home and feed you. She would feed you. And you don't have to be trying to hit her or kill her. I mean, this is just nonsense. So that part of the part of the the reason why we want to we wanted to come out with this podcast was to give a voice to uh, com- to our community and right. to share our stories and to just sh- just to show and demonstrate to other people and and also you know to connect with other Filipino Americans and to feel this this sense of community that we belong here there's there's no reason to be putting up with this kind of you know behavior and attacks so Right. We are here, but also there isn't just one of us. 
there's a lot of us. We're a whole community. So for you to try and pick on one of us, you're not gonna like the response because you're gonna you're picking on you're picking on all of us. Right. That's that's how it is. And 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 actually that's really interesting because at least for our family, I, I don't I don't think we're the only Filipino American family, Filipino family that would say this. But if you pick on one of us, you pick on all of us. I mean Yeah. The no, Delgados definitely. for sure. I mean you're gonna yeah. come at they're gonna come after you with, you know, fury and <laughs> fire, fire and, and brimstone. Fury. That's right. Like <laughs> yeah, like you, you don't just don't mess with one of us because you're pretty much messing with all of us. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we don't just watch things to happen you know if something happens to one of us we all will stand up exactly because we're family Mm -hmm. and 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 we feel that way with not just our family but pretty much with the whole filipino american community at least i hope and then that is one of the things is by connecting is where we feel that we're not alone and there are strength in numbers which is why i'm so happy to see the representation of filipino americans in show business, in the media, because unless unless you're seen, you won't be heard. You need to be seen in order to be heard in this country. That's how it works. Right. And so big shout out to Joe Coy for That's right. Oh my gosh. My inspiration. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. Yes. Th- th- those are the those are the kinds uh that's the kind of publicity. That's the kind of um what is that? What is the word I'm looking for? Publicity. Uh, I just blanked on the word. I know what you're talking <laughs> about, too. Yeah, but we just want to highlight those things uh, and and allow mainstream American society to see that we are part of this country. Exposure. Thank, oh. <laughs> That's right. Exposure. Yes, exposure. We definitely need this kind of um, positive exposure in this country so that people do see us as being American. And so that the next time someone looks at an Asian person, they don't see them as Asian. They see them, they see us as American before they attack us or kill us or, you know, do something horrible. Right. Yeah. When you look at me, don't see a foreigner. I was born here. Mm-hmm. That's right. We were born here. We're Americans. And so, and, and, Besides wanting to address the hate crimes within the AAPI community, we also, I mean, in order by one of the one of the ways we want to address that is by telling our story. And so we did grow up in we were again, we were born and raised here in L.A. We do have a lot of stories. Um, A lot of this is just how my sister and I are. This is just us being ourselves. <laughs> and so uh, we just hope, we, we really hope this resonates with, resonates with you. And um, we're really looking forward to telling you our stories and just talking about things that are important to us and also to our community and, you know, starting conversations and, and, and keeping, you know, keeping this, um, the momentum and not forgetting, not becoming complacent and and truly engaging in our community and um spreading spreading the word and and continuing continuing with the exposure that that's happening right now. It's very exciting because in I would never have thought about even 
doing something like this, right. you know, doing something in the media um, as a Filipino American, just because, you know, you do grow up. <laughs> I mean, our parents, our family loves us very much. Uh, we understand their, the struggles that they went through when they were in the Philippines. So we understand why they really encourage us to pursue professions that are you know, stable, you know, offer, yes, yes, pay well, stable, offer good benefits, <laughs> offer great <laughs> retirement plans. But um, at the same time, it also means that the professions that have been deemed acceptable to pursue are really limited, you know, to like the medical field, lawyers, mm -hmm. accounting, post office, LA County, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, and that those are great, those are great jobs. Right. But at the same time, if your heart is not into one of those fields and you're more creative, you're a more creative type like my sister, um, hopefully now, you know, you can, you, well, I, I intend to encourage my kids to pursue you know, to pursue their dreams, because I do believe that if you pursue what makes, if you pursue, pursue what makes you happy, you will be successful because you're doing what you love. Exactly. And it'll never feel like work. And that's what I want for my kids. Right. Yeah. If you enjoy what you're doing, then it's not work. Exactly. You're getting paid to do what you love. And that really is the American dream. Amen. And on that note, Again, this is the Kikai Chat. I'm Kate. And this is Chris. And we're the Delgado, Delgado sisters. sisters. Can't wait to tell you our stories. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs> Please don't forget to follow, rate, and review the Kikai Chat. Available on all major podcast platforms. On the next episode of the Kikai Chat... Join us as we tell stories about heat waves in the 90s and share what our five-year-old selves wanted to become when we grew up and what we actually ended up doing with our lives.